Why are you sw why are you switching up now? Too late. We're doing this. <laughs> Hello everybody. And welcome. <laughs> Wait, let me change it. Hello everybody. <laughs> no, it's worse. And welcome to week three of the reboot already underway Halloween celebration. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob. I had time to think of it, and I didn't think of one, so I'm going to go with Jack-O-Lantern. Jacob Jigglypuff Lacey. That's my costume, <laughs> my Halloween costume this year. Joined again today, as always, by David Boogeyman Becker and Aaron Mwahahahaha. <laughs> That's a thing that, that witches say. <laughs> how many witches do you know? <laughs> Oh, too many to count. <laughs> They're all over the place. Just you wait till we talk about a haunting on Dice Road. Whew, it gets <laughs> wacky and wild this week, boys. Um, of course, this is episode 75 of the Reboot already underway. We're going to be talking about a lot, of, a lot of spooky things this week. Of course, I already mentioned haunting on Dice Road. Best one yet. You're, you're not even making that a surprise. No, we talked about it last week. <laughs> but it, honestly, the best one yet, so I'm kind of excited to talk about it. Uh, we're also going to be talking a little bit about uh, some movies that are coming out. Better than The Snowman, I guarantee you. Guarantee you anything's better than The Snowman. Um, well, presumably, these films have, you know, actually shot their entire yeah. script. So mm -hmm. You know, like, it actually makes sense, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, but first... <laughs> I got my appendix taken out recently, so <laughs> that was, I actually cut for the podcast last week, I talked a little bit about like, man, I've been in like some weird pain these past few days, and Aaron's like, you just have side pain and you think your appendix, something's wrong with your appendix, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man, and then, yeah, I cut it, but that happened. Believe, believe you me, that happened. So I've been out, you know, in between naps. I've been playing a little thing called Friday the 13th, the game. So it got me thinking, what horror movies do you think we could survive? Now, it's gonna, it would take smarts, some craftiness in, at times. But I think there are a couple that I would be okay in. <laughs> so, who wants to go first? Uh, I can go. Aaron, go ahead. The horror master himself. Yes. Alright. So, most of the horror films I like would not survive. Just, <laughs> just to be honest. I know myself. I know my limitations. I'm not gonna make it out most of these. Yeah. This is this is more of a look at your own self rather than. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. But there is there is one that I know for sure I could make it out of. Okay. And that is The Conjuring. Yeah. Because it's so simple. It's like they explicitly confirm the Judeo-Christian God, and no one no one seems to be you know caring much about this. Yeah. They're just kind of like, oh, I guess that's a thing now. But it's not like, hey, maybe we should start, like, praying to this guy now or something. <laughs> That's a good where... <laughs> point. <laughs> I've never thought about that. Not at one point are they like, yo, 
uh, apparently God's real, going to pray. <laughs> they never say that once in the entire movie. They're just kind of like, we'll be fine. Know why? Know why? Writers couldn't figure out how to fit it in. They were like, Ugh. They're like, but there's ah. no story here if they do that. <laughs> and everything is solved. Scrap it. Scrap it. Have them go down to the basement again. Put yeah. them in the basement again. Put them in the basement. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Also, no one dies in The Conjuring. So no, there's also yeah, that. That too. You played yourself. Like, uh, no the, the, the only one who even gets close is the officer. I guess kind of the kid. I guess the kid would have died if they didn't show up. But, eh, whatever. But, right. like, based on the true story, Aaron, um, based yeah, on what happened in real life. Like, no. the thing about all these based on a true story ones, and those are the horror films where, like, no one dies. Yeah, because... Because they all live to tell a tale. None of it really <laughs> Um, okay. Alright. I'm gonna... Stay away from the based on true events ones here. I'm gonna go with a little film called Alien. It's super easy to live through Alien, right? Like, You're in a secluded space. What? And all you have is this monster. Outer space. There are several chances for them to be like, you know what? Maybe let's not transport this. <laughs> like, some weird stuff's been going on. Maybe we just block off that part of the ship and be like, no, we, we can't do that. We can't, we can't bring your stuff to you anymore. That's one solution. <laughs> you know, don't take shady jobs. <laughs> I think that would be my number one. I'm so easily, like, not putting myself in shady situations that I'd be like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I'm not getting your eggs. I'm not getting your, your, your crazy alien stuff. Y'all can just keep it. I'm going to stay here. That would be solution number one. Solution number two, the alien never really goes for more than one person at a time. Just trip the person. Be like, hey, or like try to make an allegiance. This could go for any amount of slasher movies. Make an allegiance with the villain. Be like, hey, I will bring them to you. You just spare my life. So that means that the villain has to speak English slash understand mm -hmm. what, what, and be yeah. able to communicate and also take the time in order to sit down and talk with you while your all crewmates slash friends also are like, hey, is it weird that like Jake's over there talking to Slasher? <laughs> slash, no, no, he, they homies. They, they now, go back. Yeah, this is a little, maybe that answer doesn't work so well for alien because you know you've been in space with these people for months and years and stuff and then you're just kind of like well you know i don't want to give these people up i know these people so well but if it's like friday the 13th or nightmare on elm street it's just like i just go to high school with these people i don't know them that well that's fine you can take them jason you can take them freddie i'm i'm cool well, this is the their... most important part of your life jacob yeah yeah, yeah, that's right. It's where you make all your friends. Yeah, yeah. Also, final note for Alien, just hide in a corner. What's he gonna do? He can't bend in all those different ways. Right, especially, the suit's not rubbery enough. Yeah, especially in the yeah. first one. There's no yeah. way he's getting you in that corner. 
He could try to move his tail, but no, no. If, if it's like if that. it's a CGI one, yeah, don't hide in the corner. No, but if it's a man in a rubber suit one, yeah, and it's it's pretty easy to spot the difference, you know, between the two. Even when even when you're scared, you think you, you when you're scared beyond belief. Do you think you can, in the moment, be able to tell the difference between a CGI alien and a rubber alien? I I wouldn't. I, like I said, I'm being up front. I would I would not survive alien. <laughs> That's, I'm out on that one. <laughs> if it's the Covenant one, you're basically done for. Like, there's no way. Like, that's the the thing with that movie. It's like there's no way anyone should be able to beat this monster. It's like bread to kill. There's no way to outsmart or anything. It's just smarter than everyone. Like, so. Lacey, you know what film you wouldn't survive? What's that? Uh, Prometheus, because no one can, you know. Resist you don't, like you touching don't, yeah. all these strange alien eggs and that's one not more. running out of the way when the ship is rolling towards that's you. That's one more. Or... I would survive Prometheus because I wouldn't stick my hand and try and touch that little snake thing that came out of that vial. I would I wouldn't be like, ooh, what's this do? And then it like eats me from the inside. No, no, no. I'm not stupid. Like... Maybe you'd bring some competent map map makers onto your show yeah. who wouldn't get lost. Yeah, well, that's that's Mister that's Mister Whalen's problem, not not mine. <laughs> All right, David, what's your pick? I believe that I would survive. Get out. Because mm. I would never get in to begin with. <laughs> okay. This I would just one. let the old blind man be alone, and like, even though I got a crush on that one girl. And like she's sleeping with this really crappy guy, I'll be like, "Oh man, just brush it off, man. She's not that good." What movie are we I talking just... about? Is that Get Out? Who's blind and Get Out? Oh, the the villain. <laughs> you mean no? You mean uh, Don't Breathe? Oh God! Is yeah. it? Is get out! Breathe? Get out! Is the Jordan Peele oh, yeah. from this year? Aaron knew what I was talking about. I just got mixed up. Wow, yeah. What is going on? Don't breathe. I would survive. Don't breathe. Okay, that's because a different. I, it's a very different. Movie. Because I want to breathe. That's honestly how I would survive it. I just want to breathe. Yeah, that's like, like, do it. the answer to surviving the movie is in the name of the movie. Don't breathe. Yeah, that's how you escape. I think I would. I would survive. Get out as well, though. And, uh, I feel like I could do that. Yeah. Get Out's kind of an I easy mean, one. I you mean, you wouldn't exactly be the target. Exactly. Get Out. <laughs> so I guess it's a vibe. All right. Okay. My honorable mention mm-hmm. is Jaws. Yeah. Yeah. Because who goes swimming at a public beach? Yeah, it's gross. It's not my cup of tea. Private beach? Course and it's private rough, beach, yeah. And it gets everywhere. Like private swimming pool. Private beach. No. Yeah, I can go for it. Understandable. Also just public, I can knew... wait. <laughs> I I can wait. Till it clears out. If you knew there was a shark, just don't go in the water. Like there's that too. But then what about Sharknado though? Would you be able to survive okay, Sharknado? Well, Sharknado is a very different <laughs> different scenario. I don't know, they both have sharks, so they're pretty much the same movie. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I I don't see a fault. I mean, I know I'm right. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't really have an honorable mention. Mine are all slasher movies because I feel like my main plan is just side with the villain. <laughs> like, hey, and then if I get a chance to take out the villain while I'm helping them, then of course I'm going to do it. Of course I'm going to help my friend. Now, if that opportunity doesn't arise, I'm still safe. He doesn't need to know that I'm planning such things. So, well, well, yeah. Also, honorable mention to your next... Don't split up. Everyone <laughs> splits up in that movie, and you're like, guys, that's obviously you're going to nope. Fine, just or or, or scream or scream because we yeah. know all the rules. Yeah, that's true. If you that's true, Aaron and I could survive scream because we know the rules. If you want to hear us talk more about scream, you can listen to the Gateway to Cinema episode where we talk about scream. It's a good movie. I like it a lot. Okay, let's move on. Wait. Oh, you know what film? No one can survive though. What's that? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Don't think it. Hercules. <laughs> don't say it. It's Hercules. Don't don't think it. Don't say it. Hercules two. Too many Hercules. <laughs> Guys, let's move on to the upcoming movies of the week. It's an interesting week. Um. Certainly, I don't think there are as many uh, garbage fires awaiting us as there were last week. <laughs> That's hard when you have a week that has Geostorm, The Snowman, and Boomadia 2, Halloween U, coming out the same day. <laughs> I feel like there needs to be one rhyme in that title. There's never a rhyme, though. Uh, so let's start with the one Aaron is, I'm assuming, looking forward to a little bit here. Jigsaw. Yeah. Looking forward to it might be... I don't know if that's the correct phrase, but I am going to see this. Yeah. I don't now, know. just to make sure I'm clear on this, this is not a prequel. This is, like, another sequel. This is another sequel. Okay. <clears throat> I, haven't, I haven't seen any of the Saw movies, so I feel like I should just knock them all out in a weekend. They're all on Netflix. They're, they uh, are. They're all on Netflix, and they're all seven. Yeah. Are there yes. like seven of them? Yeah. Well, you're seven. saying that there are seven Saw movies on Netflix. <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't believe you. Hold on. <laughs> Why would I just watch the first one last night? I know that it, they're there. <laughs> I, like, cause net, like Netflix is like notorious for like not ever having like a full like what? like movie like. Twisted Pictures was probably like, hey, we want people to go see this new one. Put all the old ones on your service. And they were like, sure, whatever, we don't care. Are people, are, are people actually going to watch this? <laughs> like... Yeah, I mean, they kind of, like, p- packaged up this franchise, like, pretty nicely. Like, you can buy the whole set for, like, ten bucks on Blu-ray, like, anywhere. Like, that's as high as it goes. Because they're just, like, get it all out there. Because they're all the same movie, right? I mean, like... After the first two, they're all the same movie. So wait, does it go Saw 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, Saw the final chapter? Yes. That, that's how things That's how work. numbers work. <laughs> well, I didn't, well, well, it's the final, but it's not really the final chapter, because that was Jigsaw. Well, well, now it's a, a different thing. It's Jigsaw, this is this, Saw. This is not the first horror franchise to label a film as the final chapter and then not make it the final chapter. Didn't Friday the 13th do that? 
Friday the Thirteenth had two movies labeled as the final one. Oh my! God. Neither of them actually were. Mm-hmm. There's never going right. to be another Friday the Thirteenth. Sorry, Aaron. <laughs> I was actually reading this article the other day about how we're passing the longest gap between Friday the Thirteenth films ever. Well, ever since Rings came out and ruined that for you. I'm sorry, bud. Yeah, it's a sad day. Yeah, it was sad. I remember you texted me. You were like, this is bad. How dare you, Rings? I hate you and I haven't even seen you yet. And then I saw it and I hated it more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. After watching the first one of this, of Saw, I was like, okay. I don't know. Now that they're all on Netflix and Aaron, they're on your voodoo and you're like, you can watch them all. I'm like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm feeling it. I mean, I'm saying like, you can watch them all. Yeah. Do I recommend you watch them all? No. <laughs> Short answer. No. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm going to, I feel like I may. I don't know. I do want to see the new one just because it's a 2017 movie. Um, but the journey to get to that new one. Yeah, the journey. I might just skip a couple. I might look at the ones that have the most rotten scores. and No, I might skip the ones that have very middling scores and just watch the really horrible ones and the ones that people are like, all right. The thing is, you can't really skip around in this franchise because they're all so... I've explained this before, but yeah. like my favorite description of this franchise is that they keep on, they kept on having to make another sequel to fill in the plot holes of the prior film. So are they and doing that with that's very this much how they play. Are they going to fill in plot holes from the final one, probably? That's what I'm curious about with this one, because the final one did not resolve everything, because they wanted to make two more films, and then the sixth one, like, did not do well at the box office, so they're like, okay, we're gonna condense this into one film. It didn't work. But, like, this is supposed to be both a sequel and a fresh start, so mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how much they actually keep from the continuity. <sighs> Either way, we'll probably be hearing about this at some point this year, so... Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about a movie on this list that I'm looking at right now so I can know the name of it. Suburbicon. A movie um, I was pretty excited for, but now the reviews are in and they're kind of like, nah. I'm I'm really confused on what this movie, like, is. Like, all the trailers are just like, weird to me i'm like i don't know like it like i you know sometimes you can come away from a trailer and be like oh wow i'm scared oh wow like i'm empowered or, you know like you get a very like strong sense of something from a trailer I, I i come i guess my sense of feeling i get from all the trailers i've seen just like what is this supposed to be like confused well and that's what i get from like all of the Cohen brothers trailers not that they directed this one this one was directed by george clooney but it was written by the Coen brothers. Uh, that's a lot of what I get from their movies. It's like, I don't know that they can make trailers for them. They just don't trailer well. Because they're all very weird. And uh, what's, like even think of just Hail Caesar from last year, where like that trailer displays a very different movie than what the movie actually is. Because they're like, 
I don't know how to make a trailer with the parts that you've given me. So they're like, well, we're just going to focus on the kidnapping storyline a lot and say that's the whole movie. Um, so in that sense, I'm like, uh, even if trailers aren't hooking me, I'm a little still excited to see it. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Aaron, what do you think? I mean, I'm kind of in the same position that you were in, in that I heard that this was, you know, based on a Coen Brothers script. George Clooney was directing. I mean, I don't really know how good of a director he is, but it's like at least a point of interest. But then as soon as the reviews hit and they're like, yeah, this doesn't really work at all. Like he kind of botches the material and, you know, doesn't understand what the Coen Brothers style is supposed to be. Yeah. Then, you know, then I kind of lost. Like, I'm still interested in seeing it, but, like, I'm not, like... It's certainly not a go-to-the-theaters and see yeah. anymore. Unless movie pass. We'll see. Uh, but, I don't know. It's got a good cast. You got Matt Damon, Julianne Moore, Oscar Isaac. Uh, so you got, like, some big names in there. But, overall, it's just kind of like, I just wish the Coen brothers directed it instead. <laughs> then maybe we'd get something... Something good, but you know, they're doing the Buster Scuggs Netflix thing. They're doing a Western anthology series on Netflix. Have you not heard about this? I've vaguely heard about it. But... Yeah, so that comes out next year, so they're, they've kind of got their hands full with that, I'm assuming. So, yeah. Oh well. Wasted potential. It happens every day, not just in movies. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. To the weirdest one on this list, and not that the movie's weird, but that there are two movies starring Miles Teller that came out two weeks apart that are, like, somewhat similar. So last week there was Only the Brave, and now this week there's Thank You for, the ser- Thank you for Your Service. It's Oscar bait season. But, like, weird that Miles Teller is in both of them, and they released a week apart, right? He wants his Oscar. Like, he's the main character in both. <laughs> like... Yeah! My, man, my man's a working man. Uh, he, he, he wants his, that Oscar. His agent was literally like, they're both war movies, you can just come and play the same character, well, and, like, double your money, double your chances. Yeah. Um, it's a great agent. I mean, do we even believe that Miles Teller could get an Oscar? I'm not to be mean, but like after Fantastic Four, I think he has a long time to wait before he gets there. I think he could have deserved one for Whiplash. Yeah, but I haven't seen a role since then that I would consider Oscar worthy. Like I'm saying, Fantastic Four tainted him for a while. I don't know that he can come back from that like that. And, like, people joke, and they're like, oh, yeah, huh, Fantastic Four. But I really think that's a thing. If you make, like, a horrible movie, and you're horrible in it, they kind of blacklist you from the Oscars for a little while. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was horrible. Maybe you don't deserve this. <laughs> like, so I Are you don't trying know. to tell me that Fantastic Four is not an Oscar-worthy movie? Yeah, believe it or not, didn't was not nominated for any Oscars. Hmm. Not even best screenplay which was obviously it was a shoe in for that one we got a regular Doctor Doom over here <laughs> I hate that movie so much 
Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I saw the trailer for this and I was kind of like, kind of looks like American Sniper. Well, it's directed by the writer. That would explain it. Yeah. Um, wasn't really interested in American Sniper at all. So I can't say I'm interested in seeing this one at all either. I think the best part of American Sniper was Clint Eastwood's directing. Mm-hmm. So since we're not going to get that here, you know, it doesn't really hold an appeal for me. No. Yeah, I don't know. Also, you know, David, those war movies. I'm not a not too big a fan. Before you get me started, because you say this, and then you're like, man, I love that last American war movie. It was great. It was so great. Yeah, that that last American uh, war movie. I forgot the name. Could could you remind me of it real quick? Any mo- like war movie that comes out that before you've said like, oh, I don't like war movies, and then it comes out and you're like, man, I actually really enjoyed this war one. For the and then I get on you like every single yeah. time. And Eric, yeah, War for the Planet of the Apes. I like that one. That's a good one. I like that one a lot. <laughs> All right. That's that's all I've got uh, for upcoming movies. I think Bad Moms is getting like early releases this week, but we'll talk about it next week. So who cares? Also, who cares about Bad Moms? So uh, <laughs> first one was garbage. Pretty sure this one's gonna be garbage because it's adding Christmas to your title never implies it'll be a good movie. In fact, it's more often the opposite. Bad Moms 2. <laughs> Christmas time. <laughs> We're gonna go Christmas can we get, shopping. Can we get a crossover between, between that and uh, Die Hard? Boo 2. Oh, Boo 2. Medea Halloween You. Yeah. Yeah. That's the new name. I renamed it. Made $21 million this weekend. So that's horrible. You did. Yeah. Uh, that's horrible. Okay. Let's move on to the What Have We Been Watching segment this week. Uh, I watched Saw and Dice Road, so that's all I got this week. <laughs> Who would like to take the reins from me and really uh, prove that they can watch things? I'll get on this if you want to. David can watch things. The audience can see my so, emotions. I'm going to open up with The Walking Dead has returned, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Season 8. They're still walking, and right? They're still dead as well. Okay, good. Just want to make sure nothing's changed around here. No, 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 no. Nothing at all. So, season seven, I felt, just a little recap, was lacking a lot of aspects. Hmm. Even it's though precious. I watched it. Like, I understand, I understood what they were trying to do, but I don't, like, think they fully achieved, like, the tone or, like, what they were going for. Okay. Season eight. The first episode has been a very good step in the right direction. It's been a, like, I want to say a complete 180. Maybe like a 125 degree like switch right now. Like, okay. like they like turned around and like they, they kind of stumbled. So wow. they whipped so, so like, I'm, I'm very happy with what I saw tonight. Okay. And, and I'm interested. 
That's or what good. continues. It's good that you're interested in a show you've been watching for eight years. Mm-hmm. So, I am. I also watched a lot of Game of Thrones. Mm. I am on now, are the, the is there season. As uh, the same thing. Season finale. What? I, there's still a game going on, I assume. Just want to make sure we're on the same page here. <laughs> I can't. I can't say anything. I can't ruin anything. You can't ruin it. Yeah, that's a spoiler. There's, spoiler. There... Okay. So I'm gonna. I'm on the season finale of season four. I'll finish that tomorrow. And I'm struggling right along. Still loving Thrones. Can't say too much. Because obviously, listeners and Jacob still haven't watched it. But um, oh well, I'll talk to Aaron about it later. Yeah. Um, I watched. What else did I watch this week? I watched. Oh yes, Late Bloomer on Netflix. It is a comedy about a sex therapist who, um goes through puberty at age 30 and um, it's based on a true story. <laughs> okay. What you li- are you laughing at like the idea I'm, of it? No, I'm wondering or, like why you watch this. Yeah, I'm waiting for that too. Honestly, I, like, I was just kind of scrolling through and I was like... You can't pass up that description? Up. Yeah, I was like, and it, like, it had four stars. I was like, what? I was like, what? What is this movie? No. And so I clicked on it. Stars on Netflix do not mean what you think they mean. I understand no, that. No, I, I am a... I just want to make sure you knew that. It just means that they recommend I, it for you. But, but... No, 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 no. See, I don't... Yes. I don't... I don't watch Netflix for free. I pay for a subscription. Unlike oh. you, Jacob, who just tries oh. to watch Netflix for free. Yeah, okay. All right. No, but, um... Actually, it was it was kind of funny. Like I kind of like enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. It wasn't like I it wasn't like a raunchy comedy like I thought it was going to be. Um, disappointed or yes. happy about that? Huh? Were you disappointed or happy with that? No, I wasn't. I wasn't disappointed. Like okay. I, I just I, wondered. You said just, it like you were disappointed, and I, I'm like, those are not the comedies you usually like. So I was a little confused. Comedies? Yeah, no, that's why I liked it. Yeah, okay. It's because it wasn't. Yeah. So, and then I also watched. I think the final movie I watched was The Big Sick. Oh. Okay. Yes. Now I'm the only one who hasn't seen it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I understood why it scored the highest at the box office this nope. summer. Nope. Not the highest it box did. office. <laughs> well, well I'm sorry. Highest on Rotten Tomatoes, not box there office. Whatever. Right. If it made yep. the Excuse most me. money at the box office, that would be awesome. But, but um, that's yeah, I really, I really enjoyed Big Sick, which I thought I, I didn't think I was not going to enjoy it, but I like, I remember I picked it up. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm like, remember this did really well. I should probably see it. And I really liked it a lot. One of the jokes had me rolling. And I want to say it, but I can't. Because obviously, Jacob hasn't seen it. I want to see it so bad. I got to watch it this week now. Red red box. Two bucks a mile. No, I'll probably just, uh, you know, use a digital rental because red box sucks. And uh, no, I don't want to do that. Also, I'm trapped at my house. 
so I can't really go get a, a red box rental. Oh yeah. Uh, I think it's all I've watched. All right. Good week. So that, that was a, that was a thick week for me. I usually don't a watch very, that much. Very diverse yeah, I'm, week too. I'm glad uh, you stepped up and uh, proved that someone on this podcast can watch things because I had a very light week. <laughs> okay. Too, what, you, so. what you got? Eh? Uh, really just like one thing I want to talk about. Okay. Uh, I watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. <laughs> so, definitely wanted to bring this up, because obviously, Lacey, you and I were talking about the first film yeah, last broke your week. Heart. I broke your heart with it. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Won't be, wasn't the first time, won't be the last time. Probably not, no. Just by the nature of people liking things that are different than other people. So, yeah. Yeah, just by the nature of people having good opinions and then people having bad opinions. Okay, so number two, how did it stack up? But number two, number two is, it, well, like, I had heard a lot about it beforehand, Mm -hmm. but, like, it definitely... So I kind of knew what to expect. Okay. But if I hadn't known what to expect, and I was just going off of, like, going straight from the first film into the second film, mm-hmm. it would have been, like, so weird. Because the second film is nothing like the first film at all. Okay. Like, I think I briefly mentioned what I knew about the second film when we were talking about it, and that I... it's very campy so... and over-the-top and more of a comedy than a horror film. Yeah. And it very much is like okay. it's not like the brutal realism of the first film at all it's what's, what's very the much weird change there hmm? do you know why they made that change i think it's a combination of the director wanted just like a new take on the material and it was produced by canon films which is that like b movie company I don't know how much you've heard about them. There's actually a really fascinating documentary about them. I think it's on Netflix. Really? Okay. Yeah. But they, like, specialized in, like, low-budget B-movies during the 80s and stuff. Like, they were the ones responsible for Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Oh, yeah. How did they... (laughs) All right, so Superman's such a big... I, I need to watch this documentary, I think, because that's really astounding that they'd get Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and Superman 4. That seems yep. like those are both sort of big names that they could get that. It's It's very fascinating in terms of, like, the business aspect of filmmaking, where yeah. it's very much, you know, it explores a lot of how they were able to get the rights to these big productions and get all the financing for all these really low-budget films that are just, like, the most outlandish ideas and stuff. Hmm. So Yeah, what's the... Do you know the name of the documentary? It's called Electric Boogaloo, the untold story of Canon Films, because they also produced Breakin' and Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. All right. What about I, I Charlie McDennis? <laughs> all right uh so overall did you like it the second one i kind of it but like in a different sense than it's not necessarily like it's a good movie mm-hmm. but it's a fun movie okay like it very much seems like the kind of like the the midnight movie you know like you just do like a large crowd at a halloween party type thing 
Like, this is the type of movie you would put on. Is it sad that I'm way more down for that than the original? <laughs> the original one that made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, to each their own. Yeah, I guess. Alright, is that all you got? Yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch uh, Leatherface yet, so I don't uh, have... Yeah. Two films in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise for you guys. That's fine, because as I was out this week, I didn't lose any ground on the 2017 competition, which I'm alright with. That's true. <sighs> and it, w- it was because I, I, was sim- I simply had a busy week, and not because like I was like, oh, this would be a kind thing to not take advantage of <laughs> yeah. you being in the hospital. And- yeah. I realized that. Start winning this competition. Just I don't I just want to clarify <laughs> it was you... not out of the kindness of my heart. <laughs> you could have just let people believe that it was. <laughs> Why did you have to say that? I I need you to know that I'm in it to win it this year. All right. So <laughs> you won it last year. <laughs> I don't think there was any question about that. You beat me by like ten movies. <laughs> movies I still haven't caught up on. <laughs> like I'm still behind. All right. Guys, let's move on to passing at popcorn. Aaron. Yes. This week you've got characters, cast, quote, story, and cast. Characters, cast, story, quote, and cast? That is correct. Now, David, this week you got a quote, you got a story, you got a character's, you got a quote, you got a story. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Uh, obviously, I'm reading this week. I'm your wonderful host, Jacob, to win the popcorn pass game, man. So let's go. Who won? It was, between the last one, Aaron lost between this last matchup. So mm-hmm. you're going to go first this week, Aaron. A 1946 drama... Story. A missing deposit sends a small town bank into default, and its manager wishes he'd never been born. It's a wonderful life. That is correct. Aaron, wasting that story early. Wow. Let's see. Wow. 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 Okay. Uh, Yeah, here we go. Sorry, I'm just trying to find ones that we know. Ah. Here we go, David. Ready? Why are you laughing for it? I feel like you're slating me. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. 2006 comedy. Quote. He's very easy to spot. He's got white hair, a thin mustache, brimming with confidence, and completely lost. The, the Hangover Part 2. Well, no. <laughs> Aaron, do you have a guess? Can I get it reread? He's, e- he's very easy to spot. He's got white hair, a thin mustache, brimming with confidence, and completely lost. Is it the Pink Panther? Yes, it is the Pink oh, Panther. Oh, jeez. Uh, that movie my bad. sucks. 
okay, I guess we're just going down this road today. 2003 comedy, Aaron. Is it me? Because I stole that one. Yeah, if you steal it, it's your... Oh, no, never mind. David. 2003 comedy? 2003 comedy. Story. Story? A newscaster is granted divine powers after he complains about the job God is doing. Um, Bruce Almighty. That's a a token flip for our boy David. Dan, that was close. Yes. Actually, we'll do the other side of that one, too. Aaron, 2009 action. Uh, Cast. Dennis Quaid. Marlon Wayans and Christopher Eccleston. <laughs> what was the Jaron and two thousand nine uh, action? Is it GI Joe? Yes, it is GI Joe. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give you the easy one. I knew that. two of the actors were in it. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. My God, we're just going down this road. 2003 comedy, David. Score, um, quote. God of Rock, thank you for this chance to kick ass. We are your humble servants. School of Rock? That's a correct answer from David. Man. 2009, action. Uh, cast. Brad Pitt, Melanie Laurent, and Christoph Waltz. Don't even act like that. <laughs> What? Don't even act like you have to think about that one. Should I know this one? No. Nope, you shouldn't know it. No, I'm serious. Like, I honestly don't know. I'm not... <laughs> what was this? Hmm? What year was this? 2009. Got five seconds. Five. Four. Three. Like, I, I, I'm serious, I don't know. How about the little uh, Quentin Tarantino flick? No, there's no steal, because you don't have a cast token. Uh. The little Quentin Tarantino flick in Glorious Bastards. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a movie. <laughs> um, yeah, but, like, Tarantino flicks always have, like, such a big cast. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't think the. I mean, I thought the, it out like the the Christoph Waltz would give it away because that was kind of his start was two thousand nine. But mm-hmm. all right, David, two thousand and five action. Where I've lost another quote. We have story, quote, and characters. 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 Uncle Jesse, Boss Hog, and Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane. If you don't get it, I'll be so sad. Because you have always sunny clues to help you here. Um, Same again? 
Uncle Jesse, Boss Hog, and Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane. This is in what? 2005. <laughs> Action. Action? Yeah. Yeah. Lethal weapon. No. Uh, Aaron, would you like to take it? Uh. No, I don't. You don't even have a guess. No, this, I don't know these characters. <laughs> it's the Dukes of Hazard. They, 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 okay. It's too late. Well, you gave up your chance. The Dukes of Hazard. Remember when they're on the plane and they're drinking all the beer and he's like, "I'm gonna be better than Boss Hog." And they're like, no. it's Wade Boss. I never saw the Boss Hog. I never saw the Dukes of Hazard. So <laughs> I knew it sounded familiar, but I didn't think of it as like the the remake movie. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Uh, Aaron, 2010, yes. comedy. A lot of comedies this week. Uh, cast. Uh, John Cusack, Rob Codry. Uh, hot Tub Time Machine? That is correct. Aaron, you only got one token left. What was that? Um, all right, 2007, sci-fi, David. Characters quote your story. Story. Alien robots fight to retrieve the AllSpark. Transformers. Yeah, you got it. Good work. David, you got two token left. You got token boy left. All right, here we go. 2000s drama. Oh, I have his characters. Ed Mastery and lawyers for PG&E. <laughs> they don't even give names. They're like uh, lawyers. What was the year in genre? 2000 drama. I have no idea. David, would you like to take a steal on that one? <laughs> Read to me one more time. 2000s. <laughs> Characters are Ed Mastery and the lawyers for PG&E. No, I, um, Snap Brothers. I don't know. Have you ever heard of a little film <laughs> called Aaron Brockovich? Nope. I know you have, because we all watched it in chemistry class. <laughs> was that a comedy? It didn't say comedy, I said drama. Uh, Every okay. time I said drama. Uh, why do I think this is a comedy, then? I, you know... And why, why didn't they give us a uh, specific character name when we asked for characters of Aaron Brogovich? Well, because that would give it away. <laughs> How many movies are there about Aaron Brogovich? Probably two. Probably two. So I actually. say go for it. Yeah, yeah, probably two, actually. David. Characters are quote 2006 action. Oh. Eat hearty for tonight we dine in hell. <laughs> Come on. Look for your die heart.
No. <laughs> uh, Aaron doesn't have a steal, but I'm pretty sure he'd get it from that, right? Uh, is it a good day to die hard? Okay, well... No, I'm just... <laughs> no it's 300. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I never saw 300, sorry. Right, but that's like a very... Never mind. No. I'm not gonna do it. 2005 Fantasy, Aaron. Characters. Charlie Bucket, Willy Wonka. <laughs> uh, is this Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? It is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That's not, not a fantasy. fantasy. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. The Great Glass Elevator is a thing that could happen in real life. Yeah. Those are real. No, right? Loompas are real, yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I just want to make sure you don't have a breakdown about the podcast. What is happening at David's house? Things are just falling over. Nothing's falling at all. That must be Aaron. Are you? Are you know, my are house. You, know you, what it is? Ooh, David got a in the mail. In the mail. You got that in the mail. David's holding up you do that? for the audience. David's holding up a flyer for a haunting on Dice Road Two that he VIP got in the invite. mail. In the we, mail. Jake and I are gonna go to the red carpet event. Oh yeah, we are. And we are. We are the night after. Get a free DVD copy with the new film, a meet and greet with the director and the entire investigation team. Yeah. Stephen T. Shippy and Haunted Saginaw present. Now I'm I'm so jealous. That leads us perfectly into the bad movie of the week. We discussed last week that we were going to talk about the original A Haunting on Dice Road. Now, I did not know at the time the subtitle for this one is A Haunting on Dice Road The Hell House! (laughs) And let me just tell you, I don't think this is a bad movie. I think this is the first one that's, like, actually kind of good. Like, they do a lot of... You know how in, like, the other ones, it's all, like... Wait, let's... Let me just check on this real quick. Am I, again, the only one who watched this? Yep. Yep. After explicitly saying last week that both of you would watch it before the podcast, I again am the only one who watched this. Pause, pause, pause. Me and Aaron have talked. We wanted to wonder, how's it feel? Because, Mr. I never finish a series. Oh, I'll watch this. Not the how, same thing. You always Not promise to watch things, but you never do. So me and Aaron thought we'd give you a taste of your own medicine. I don't feel like Aaron was in on this. Yeah, I feel like see, Aaron's a little in I was fun. like, I'll watch this. When you watch San Junipero. Oh my god. Okay, well, I guess it's just me watching all of these from now on. Um, this one gets weird. Like, this is the one... Again, I don't actually believe any of this happens. But, this is the one that made me want to believe them. If that makes sense. Like, they had great witnesses or whatever great like because they'd go into the full backstory of the house because and i read about all of it too after watching it and like apparently this is all like very documented in the police reports or whatever that like weird stuff has been happening in this house since the 70s now was it just that the family was a little crazy maybe maybe i feel like that's 
definitely up to question. <laughs> but, like, they were, like, legitimately terrorized. And I don't think it was a ghost, but there were people definitely messing with these people. And that's sad. But also, got a pretty entertaining movie out of it. This one's crazy in the way that, again, they, like, basically confirm that <laughs> there is, like, such things. Yeah, I mean, like, anything that confirms that there is a god is, like, wow, good for you guys. I mean, like, that's awesome. People believe, and that's awesome. But, like, you prove You it. know, thousands of years, and I never thought it would come in a, in in a, a, in a haunting documentary. <laughs> I never thought a Saginaw they documentary would give definitive proof. But they Saginaw do. But they do in this. Yeah, if, if anything, you would think Saginaw is proof that there is no God. <laughs> Shots fired. Pew pew. In the neighborhood or in the city oh or in the township, you may never know because it's Saginaw. Uh, wow. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Uh, <laughs> but uh, this one also goes so far as to prove that witches are real. And that all the magic that witches do are real. And it's real. And things happen. Um, overall, there's not so much to talk about as far as this one being bad. Because a lot of it's like very well shot this time. It's well edited. They switched composers. I don't think it's the same guy doing it this time. I don't think it's Prozac doing it this time. Which is like probably for the best. Um also found out prozac is a rapper <laughs> so did you did you look up his music yeah, we should follow no, him i did not look up the music i will report back next week when we cover another one though <laughs> i will report I'm, back you could probably get a mixtape at the uh premiere i probably i could. i i'd assume i don't I, know why you wouldn't be able to <laughs> just carries them with him um that being said do have a couple problems with this one they don't really focus on the full team it's mostly just focused on Prozac, and that's fine. Prozac, I like the guy well enough. But also, where was Adam? Adam's my favorite, and he's nowhere to be seen in this movie. So that was a little disappointing. Uh, Tim's in it a little bit, but not for much, just a couple times. Does a couple of EVPs. Uh, this one goes so, like, really wants you to be scared. Unlike the other ones where it's like, let's just sit in the house and watch stuff open. This one goes out of its way to, like, scare you. Some guy, like, breaks his knee in this one. I don't know. This one's wild, guys. You should have watched this one. Spooky. Um, did you add it to Letterboxd? I did, yeah. They All of their movies are on Letterboxd now. I, I only can assume that Prozac himself did this. So, like, good for him. Uh, the weirdest part. And it's a, there are a couple of moments where it drags a little, which is unfortunate, but they tell, like, go into, like, way too much backstory on the house. Like, you just tell the spooky stuff. You don't need to tell all the other stuff. But uh, there's that one point in this movie where, like, let's go into the bathroom where, because apparently there were, like, spontaneous combustions in this house that are, like, police documented, <laughs> which is weird. So I don't know what was happening there, but... Uh, so like, let's go into the bath. Let's go into the bathroom where all of the most activity happens. <laughs> he holds his thing to the ground, and he's like, "That's weird. I'm getting so many readings." And he had a guy in the crawl space at the same time. And he's like, "Hey, 
what's directly under me right now? And he goes to the section where he's directly under. He's like, I don't see anything. Maybe there's like a wire going off that's making it go weird. Maybe it's a wire. And Prozac's like, yeah, let's check and see if it's a wire. (laughs) So he's digging around on the ground. He's like, I didn't find a wire, but I found something else. And you watch him dig it out of the ground, and it's a mason jar. And I'm like, oh, I watched The Love Witch. I know what that is. That's a witch jar. They're saying a witch did all this. (laughs) So they pull it out. And they bring it up into the house, and they empty it out and stuff. And he's, like, tooling around in the jar. And now, if that was a real jar, Prozac got a lot of pee on his hands. Because if I learned one thing from the Love Witch, that the jars have pee in them. That's the only way to do it, for whatever reason. I think I learned a thing or two from the Love Witch. So, you got pee on your hands, Prozac. Sorry about it. And so he opens up, and he's like, what's this? And he finds, like, a little scroll, and he, like undoes the scroll and it has the name uh richard on it with three black x's he's like that's a satan thing that's what satan people do and so he's like my or what was the name richard (laughs) richard was the name of the original owner of this house he's the one who made it she put a curse on richard and that's why it openly happened to that family and why the family who's living in it now only sees a couple of weird things. Almost like the family who was in it before was making it all up a little bit. But, you know. And as if they wanted to destroy any sense of credibility they had, they bring a psychic medium in this time who walks around the house and was like, hey, I feel like the knife has been moved from that knife block once by a ghost and then he's like that's crazy that did happen also i just don't understand the use of psychic mediums as proof of things like anyone could have went online read the police report and been like oh yeah i know what happened here i can just make this all up um but the craziest thing is when she goes into the bathroom, she's like, I feel like there's something directly under me. That's where the jar was. It's wild, really. So witchcraft is proven in this. Um, If you ever find a jar filled with pee and a scroll, that's a witch jar. And they are casting spells on you. So... That was the explosion sound, like in a hunting in Saginaw, Michigan. Yeah. When they have proof, they're just like, Duh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Duh. Duh, duh. Um, I would say what one we're watching next week, but these guys won't watch it anyway, so I guess I'll just choose as I as I go along. <laughs> it'll be it'll be one though. I'm looking at the library. I'm certainly thinking the Hoyt Library is one I'm interested in. I. We'll watch this next one. No, don't say that I, because you won't. I will. Will you go I back will. and wa- will you go back and watch the Dice Road one? N- n- only if you guys invite me to the premiere oh, of the two? sequel. Well, you're invited. We fly in. You're invited. And now I'm not even invited yet because I did not get one in the mail. <laughs> but David certainly did. Wait, what did you have to like sign up for to get that? I'm gonna have to talk about it off there. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so I will be buying tickets to the Dice Road, hopefully at some point this week, and the Dice Road 2. I forgot what it's called, something about a town, I don't know. David, what does the flyer say? What's the name of the second one? Town of the Dead. Town Robot of the Dead. Uh, Witness the shocking evidence unfold as paranormal researchers investigate the last remaining building of the ghost town of Iva, Michigan. The old general store, which looms over Dice Road, serves as the final monument to those who perished in a deadly plague. <laughs> so, what are the chances they blame this on a witch again? <laughs> like, a witch did it. It's the same witch. It's the same road, so it has to be the same witch. Nah, dude. Witches don't do that. Also, don't want to put too much credence into what the comments say on things. But I did read the comments on the article where they talked about the movie, the, like, local newspaper article. And they're like, hey, I lived across from the people they call a witch in that movie for, like, 20 years. They're really cool people. She was not a witch. Why did you say that? (laughs) So I think they might have made it up. I don't know, though. More, we're gonna have to have some witch trials. <laughs> oh no, let's kidding. not do that. <laughs> uh, there is a moment in this where he's like, "I tracked down the person who was the witch, but I chose not to. In- I chose not to interrogate her or whatever. You know, I chose not to put her on. And uh, what am I looking for? Interviewer. I chose not to interview her. I'm like, dude, your whole job is to interview every aspect of this, like." historical occurrence nah, dude. his he job is to rap to his just... job is to rap <laughs> he's he was like no 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 i'm too scared of witch she might witch me i don't want to do it so he was like no 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 i'm not doing this one man i'm just gonna blame the whole occurrence on her i'm gonna blame this family's trauma on this probably very nice lady who also was probably not a witch but hearsay uh that's all I got for this one. Actually, I enjoyed watching this one, so I can't even complain too much about it. Hopefully, Dice Road 2 just as good. Because he went straight from Dice Road to Dice Road 2, so obviously he, he, he picked up a couple tricks that make them much more enjoyable to watch. So, Also, they're just likable guys. Just watching them walk around in a dark house and pretend there's ghosts in it. It's real fun. <laughs> um... I forgot to mention the dumbest part. At one part, he turn like uh, the TV radio turns itself on, and he like bends down to turn it off, and then he turns back around, and the paintings are all upside down. He's like, "What? How did that? How did that happen?" And he's like, "That's he, that's crazy." He's like, "I was shook in this moment because I realized that nobody can watch their back at all times, not even me." Not even like, if you have a camera pointed yep. in that direction. Yep. I'm like, they have cameras set up everywhere in this house, and no one caught anything. It was in the living room. It was in the main room, and no one was like, we have footage of these turning upside down. It's super crazy. <laughs> no, they're just like, we missed that one. Our cameras went blank at that moment. So, whatever. Uh, Prozac, keep doing what you're doing, buddy. I'm Fan all about work. it. And keep rapping. Keep rapping. I keep do want to find dreams it. Alive. Um, buddy, I'm going to see you at the premiere of A Dice Road 2 Haunting. So, 
And maybe we hey, can we're discuss. getting business cards to to are we gas out our yeah business David's cards. making business cards that he wants to hand out at the event for the podcast. It's perfect. So tell me we'll about see, tell me about the fault in the stars though. Yeah, let's let's move on <laughs> to the fault in your stars. What if I just came in with a review for <laughs> a haunting on Dice Road? Because I did find a review on Letterboxd for a Hunting on Dice Road that they're like, mm, I don't know about this one. Seems a little fake. Too many occurrences. Ghosts look like CGI. <laughs> like, okay. Okay, dude. Let's calm down here. All right, everybody. Let's move on to the fault in your stars. This is, of course, the segment where we go on to Flickster. We find a bad review for a good movie or a good review for a bad movie. We read it, we take out all the spoiler bits and all the things that would give it away as to what the movie is, and then uh, we throw it out there, try and have the other two guess what it is. Guys, this week we got a half-star review. We've got another one after this, but I wanted to read this one first, because I don't understand what this means within the context of the movie. Okay. Specifically designed to suit this PC environment. Full of the usual PC cliches of today. Pass. So you're not going to get it for that one. But I don't understand what they mean. So here we go. Two stars. Has a great premise and a great result for a film. But things fall when they start recycle cliched horror monster of yesteryear. To make cherry on top, cliched horror monster of yesteryear was none other than your average horrifying cliched clown. This is why I end up recommending a skip to horror films, since the point to watch them is to end up horrify. But I can find no reason to be scared over uninteresting and cliched clown. It is definitely worth a skip, but if you dare, watch it if you can actually horrify over cliched clown. Well, do you have a guess there? Uh, it's it's a it's a real tough one. I mean, I, is Brad I think Pitt he accidentally said the answer about a clown in a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah, when you said like, it, see it, see it, if you whatever, yeah. I wasn't sure if you were like, did I miss this one or? Oh, is it? it? Just... Yeah, it is it. Yes. Yeah, you really got it. Was it like a capitalized it or like a lowercase it? It was a lowercase it. So I I left it in. Now, what do they mean by PC? What is like overly PC about it? Because I don't think there's anything in it like that. Like it's not like, maybe they're just looking for horribly offensive movies, which is like good for them. No, not good for them. But... But horrifying cliched clown is not horrifying, even though I just called it horrifying in the sentence before. So, guys. Oh my god, I just choked. (laughs) This has been episode 75 of Reboot Already Underway. If you want to find us around the internet, you can find David at dbex15 on Twitter. Uh, Of course, he's going to be tweeting a lot of things coming up. He's going to be live tweeting the event, the Dice Road event. He probably won't be, but I'll tweet about it. So if you want to look at that, you can find me at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. Jake Lace Tumblr. And uh, Aaron at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. 
This club your blog name is already taken at tumblr.com. Yes. The Night X came home. It is. Volume 2. He did. Yeah, boy. Still underwear. Uh, uh, I gotta catch up. I gotta catch up way bad. You do. You do. <laughs> I'm very behind. Uh, since last time, I have covered Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 4. Oh, no. Initiation. Oh, no. Uh, it's good one just maybe the best silent night deadly night film yet like legitimately it's it's an actual movie no (laughs) okay it's about feminism oh and it goes about as well as you would expect (laughs) silent night deadly night yeah not as uh not the people i'd be asking about it no no all right. And then I also covered Slumber Party Massacre 2. Oh, no. Didn't which is a film I actually one? mentioned briefly on this podcast when I watched it for the first time. And all I said is that this is a film that I knew I had to cover for my blog. <laughs> and so I did. Did you talk about the first one? In Yeah. The... Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't remember that one, but... Oh, did I talk about the first one in the blog? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Is the first I talked one about the actually... first one on the podcast, but I didn't cover it on the blog Is ever. Is the first one good? It's not exactly good, but it's not as it's not, bad not as... Not Not bad enough to qualify for this series. Okay. Um, but the second one. Well, internet. We're not done yet. <laughs> Let's just calm our horses. Aaron, what other ones yes. have, you, have you done? Those were the only other ones this week. See, because I pay attention to Aaron. I knew we were done. <laughs> um, and of course, uh, if you want to find the podcast, you can find us at uh, Reboot Already On on Twitter, Reboot Already Underway on Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud. Leave us a like, leave us a favorite, leave us a comment. You can email us at Reboot Already Underway. Prozac, if you're listening, you can email us at Reboot Already Underway at gmail.com. Uh, we can be a part. I. No, for real. Prozac, if you ever listen to this, and if you want to have an actual debate on this podcast as to whether your movies are real or anything in them are real, I gladly... Or just an interview. Just an interview. Or an interview. We will gladly have you on this uh, Please. On this podcast. For sure. Um, Gas up his mixtape, his movies, everything. And I can't wait to see you at the premiere. It's going to be so exciting. Uh, guys... This has been episode 75 of the Reboot Already Underway. Join us next week when we talk about a library movie and also... Another library movie. Yeah, because I was... Dude, you took my thunder. <laughs> you were going to say the bye-bye man, and I was going to be like, yeah, there's that scene in the library. It's real spooky. It's a, it's a scary one. Oh, God. Okay. Guys, see you next week. Good. Good.